Manger. Brent. Oh, lovely. Deadly. Right, welcome to the latest episode of the Geek Easy Comics and Stuff podcast. As always, brought to you by either our good friends of the Rogue Podcast Network, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and all other places where you can find people spouting a name nonsense. Here to us tonight is... I nearly had it. Nearly oh, fucking, well, almost. Uh, that's fucking that here That's to pretty fuck. fucking good. Shit! So close! That was really good, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Proud of you. Yeah, except for the fact that bollocks it at the end. But no, but like... Anyway, yeah, here tonight hey. is me, Doc, and... Me, Wayne. Awesome. I'll get that right next time. And without the, uh, without the cakes... Oh shit, we no cakes? We no cakes, but we got chicken rolls, so we're okay. We did get chicken rolls. Actually, yeah, if you're ever in the shop, drop down to uh, Pitapan, two doors up, they do the best chicken rolls in Dublin. You don't agree with me? I will fight you. With a chicken roll. Mm-hmm. Literally like, They don't actually do that, they're dead when. No. They're already dead. Okay. But you can make the noise. Yeah, I could do, I probably will do. My phone so actually does a lot of time. We haven't recorded in two weeks because we were recovering last week. Oh man, dying after... Uh, what was it? Comic-Con? Comic-Con. Comic-Con Ireland. Not to be confused with Dublin... Not to be confused? Confused. Not to be Don't confused... confused anything. Or confused yeah. with Dublin Comic-Con because it's a completely different animal. It as is. we discovered. Animal and mineral and vegetable sometimes. Yeah. And um, it's, it's full of ankle biters as well. It was, it was a kid's show full yeah. on. They catered for children across the board. It's, it's one of those like... Like Dublin Comic Con is great. Now this is not going to be a which one is better. I'm not getting into a pissing contest. Every convention has its own merits, but they're different animals because Dublin Comic Con, even though they have the rooms upstairs, which are great, like for um, you know calming down and kind of just getting the kids to chill out. Yeah. The seating area where you can just sit down, and have a bit of lunch, and get the fuck away from the floor for a while. The floor itself can be a bit crowded at times, especially if you got little ankle wires. The one thing I noticed at this show was there were kids running rampant. They were just free and loose, just legging around the place. Yeah. Because it was such a smaller venue. It like was. It's, it's, it was in, in Simmons Court, already a Simmons Court. Yeah. And it, yeah, I think the the football would have been around about between 1,000 and 2,000. So it's a relatively small show. It's, relatively, it's not a huge show. Not at all. Um, and it, like, Not compared to the 20,000 at Dublin Comic Con. No. Dublin Comic Con definitely brings in larger numbers for yeah. sure. Um, but it's a different beast. Different animal yeah. altogether, yeah. as we've said. Um, you were there with the shop and I was there with Row Comics. And I hadn't been to a to that show since its first one in Ireland. Yeah, no, in all fairness, a few years ago it was a different animal when it was running in the UK as well. Yeah. When it was under MCM's auspices. Now I think it, it's still the same owner who owned MCM, but he's kinda he's taken a step back from the whole lot and it's a lot more of a kind of yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do a Comic Con, I don't care what happens. Yeah. So there's a lot more of a chilled out atmosphere, the staff all seem very happy, everybody just seems chill. So it, yeah. it's it's if you are not ready to hit a full Comic Con, it's a good way to dip your toe in the water and taste it out and see what it's like. Yeah, so it was. It was a, it, a good it show. Is, it is. It is the normie Comic Con. So like a lot yeah. of the. Well, it's more of a family Comic Con. Family events yeah. where they would bring For, like, their kids. Little ones. Yeah, bring the kids, bring the wife, all that type of stuff, and they had like a massive inflatable area where kids with were. the giant almost phallic. Looking, yeah. Oh fuck it! This is our show. We can say. We're oh yeah, right. yeah, cool. Well, not, it looked like a giant fucking penis. It looked penis. like a dick. Yeah, it looked big, like giant a giant penis with like antenna on the top. And it had like the big jab side at the front as well. Yeah, the, the kids, kids crawling in and out of. No, the harder part was the back end of it where they had to go in through its arse. And myself and it's uh, always hard to go back in through the arse. Apparently, it is always harder to go in the back end. But my mate uh, Quinner, he was there with his nipper as well, and uh, Anna, my little my little one was there as well. She was uh, helping me out on the Saturday, and uh, like to be honest, she's been helping me out at Comic Con before, and I've had to constantly check in with her. Like she does the wasteland. Yeah. Very great front of house, getting all the kids in, helping them, orientate them, and it's really good. We've always found when we were doing the wasteland that it was great to have the kids front and centre, welcoming the other kids, so they instantly yeah. felt at ease. And she'd give them the spell, explain the whole lot. So she's used to the intensity of Dublin Comic Con. But when she went to go to the bathroom, I nearly had to have an entourage with her. Not because Alan Ward had happened, just because the sea of people, she might get lost. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of swept up in it. Whereas at this one, she was like, dropped her bag, yeah, seen about half an hour down. She went off, just sat against the wall, 
playing the phone. Proper teenager style, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Got up, did a bit of shopping, went around, came back. Yeah, can I get some money for food? Yeah, see you later. And it was literally because you're in the confines of the Simmons Court. There's nowhere for them to go. No, it's literally it's one floor and the security on the door. And if a kid wanders out, they'll go. Sorry, where's your ma? Where's your dad? And these are like lads who've been working the RDS for the last oh, they were three like, decades. They were like, I think they were actually the original line of security guards that were created in Ireland. <laughs> They're like the original strain of security yeah. guards. That Which other security guards are taken from. Yeah, so when somebody walks by in a revealing cosplay, they're the last. Yeah, they're like the Django. The they're like the Django like. fed of security guards that the clones yeah. were all made out of. Yeah, no PC, no no sensibilities about them, but no. they're fucking good at their job. They did their job very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah like I said so Mark was there with his little one as well and he had no bother letting the two kids just run rampant so like Anna's mm. a bit 14 his young one's only about I think she's 8 or 9 mm. walking in the con had a great time and they were up at the bouncy castle in the back end because the whole I'd say top quarter of the convention was bouncy castles little go-karts in a rubber like an inflatable ring that they could just yeah. drive around and bash into each other it was a whopper ball pit which is strange because normally ball pits are a bad thing at a convention Yeah, but this one was okay Um. And then there was the big giant worm thing, but the kids were on the bouncy castle and myself and Mark went over to get them because I hadn't heard from them in ages. So I went up to drag them out of it, kicking and screaming. And we looked over at the giant worm thing. I think it was a caterpillar. I think it, it was, was a caterpillar, caterpillar, yeah. And there was one little kid trying to get into the back end of the caterpillar. And as my daughter explained to me later, it's inflatable. So the gap that you get through is essentially inflated and kind of compressed. Yeah. So you can't just get in. You have to fight your way up its arse to get into it. Yeah. So this little fella obviously didn't have the strength. So a couple of other kids helped him. And basically all I saw was a couple of kids spreading this thing's arse cheeks open. Wow. For another little che- little kid to do, like another little child to do a running fucking Ant-Man style up Thanos' butt cheeks, dive into it. Beautiful. And as they pulled it apart, a big gust of air hit the kid and it looked like the thing fucking farted in them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The kid ran into it and he dived and I swear to God, Wayne, he got his leg, he got, he got halfway in but his leg stuck out. He was wiggling? He was wiggling. And I swear I was crying. I had to be walked away. Myself and Mark were hanging on to each other for dear life. There were tears streaming down my face. I would have taken a photo or a video just the fact that it was someone else's kids. You couldn't get to your phone? No, no, just it was someone else's kids. I'd never been a parent myself. I hate when people sure, take a photo sure. of a kid. And it's rude to go up and ask him. Like, it'd be really rude for me to go up and ask, do you mean if I, do you mind if I take a picture of your kid stuck in that thing's arsehole? Because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's not a sentence you want to be saying. Nope. No. But man, the, the, the two other <laughs> kids were trying to pull the cheeks apart to get him out. And another kid had his ankles and was trying to reef him back out. Oh, dude, you couldn't fucking run. Dug in there like an Alabama tick. It was like an episode of Bottom or something, man. I was in fucking peels of laughter. And I had to walk away because parents were looking over at me. What the hell is so funny? And then they looked over and they were like, Mm-mm. I'm like, no, I'm causing a scene. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. But yeah, it was, it was a bit of crack. It was probably one of the worst conventions we've had for sales, though, because it was really, really... Sales, like, yeah, no, sales weren't great. Um, nah, people weren't spending money. Like, we, we brought the wrong stuff. And we brought... Because there was about four or five other comic shops... All of us brought what we thought was the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we thought it would be the good stuff to go. So we we're all competing with each other. So I don't think anybody had a good show because we were all kind of eating into each other. None other of the people that I spoke to said that it was a phenomenal show for sales. Mm. Everyone had fun. We did yeah. okay at the Rogue Table because we were the largest representation. Like there were, there was Of the LGBT community, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you will. Of course. But also, we were one of the largest representations of comics. But there, were, were, there was a back pocket comics were there. And they had a few other like people. Um, Katie Fleming was there, and uh, Leanne. I think I saw Andy, didn't I? Was it Leanne? Leanne, Leanne was there, and um, yes. uh, was there, and um, Antia. No, it was Antia. No, it was Antia, not Leanne. Antia was there, not oh. Leanne. I know. I keep getting Leanne and Antia confused. I'm oh. really sorry, ladies, but I got introduced to the two years at the same time, and it's one of those things. If I get introduced, 
to two people in quick succession. I think the That's same it. thing happened to me when I first Fucked. met them as well, because I think the last time I saw Leanne, I called her auntie. Yeah. And vice versa. But it was Auntie. Okay. And she was there with her books. And uh, But Rogue, we had two tables. We had art and we had comics across the board. Mm. We sold out of like a fair few books. Colin did really well with um, Ocean City because it's an all-ages book and there's loads of kids at the show. And yeah. he had the first four issues. So they sold really well as a, as a group, nice. as a pack. Uh, I sold out of the broker. It's now completely out of print. The only copies Thank available. God, it's done. It's done. Except the only the ones co- we have left. Except there. the only copies <laughs> available are the ones um, you can get them in. I think it, I think there's a few. You guys have one or two copies upstairs. I think we have a couple, yeah. And there's a couple of copies, I think, in Freedom Planet. And that's yeah. it. I think that's the only place it's available. And after that, then it's out of print until the sequel comes out, um, which will be sometime down the line. And I'll get the first one reprinted. But, um, yeah, it's sold, our artwork sold really well. The arts, the art prints that we had sold really well because we were doing a really good deal on, on sets. Nice. So people were... Wait, that's, it was, it was, that's the thing, actually, because you said that, the deal. It was a show for deals and that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff because yeah. there were families there and they wanted to get what they could for the two or three kids that were there rather than just getting the one thing and there being fights. Yeah. So it was a very much... Even the sales were family-oriented. Like, I heard people who did the um, the blind bags and the kind of chibi figures and that kind of They did quite well because yeah. they were just kids that pocket money wanting to get that, like... That's the show for you know what I mean? That is the show for So, you know, it was good fun. I mean, we got to interact a lot with the guests mm. um, very freely because, like you said, it was it was the type of show... That, that was the other thing as well, actually. I don't want you to bring up the whole controversy of your man, Vic. Yeah. The guy, but he seemed to have a queue the whole fucking day long. He had he had a queue. Now, again, like, I mean, it's it, there was a lot of controversy over, over the actor being at the show, and I, I don't like the guy myself. I think he does come across it as, as a bit... Touchy feely. He is a bit creepy. I'm he's not gonna lie to you. Even uh, the vibe I got off him is a creepy dude. I just, uh, it'd be nice. No, it wouldn't be nice, but it'd be nice if people would kind of, you know, if there are the allegations, they would step up and they would actually get it done. I think his his course, his cases in particular, it's a mixed bag of people are, are charging him. He's counter suing all this bollocks. Yeah. I don't know the full ins and outs. Hate all that shit. I just know that the, the well, from the vibe I got from the guy, he was pretty creepy, but he did have a, a line. For whenever he was at his table, he had a line yeah. of people at it. And given the allegations that are against him, at times when I looked over, I was a bit like, holy cow. Because there were parents bringing up their very small kids to the guy. Because he's voiced characters that would be in shows that a lot of kids would have watched. Yeah. Dra- he's probably in Dragon Ball Z. Um, you he, in Full Metal Alchemist. Full Alchemist. Alchemist. Um, not Alphonse, the brother. Edric. Edric yeah. Um, Edric. He, Edward, Ed, Edward. I haven't seen it. Edward. I need to watch the show. Yeah, go so on. he's the, the the younger brother. So and he's he's done and he was in Star Trek Continues as well. So there is a fan base for his work out there, and there's a lot of people who kind of detract from any allegations against him blindly, which I think is wrong. You shouldn't blindly like ignore that type of thing. It should yeah. always be adhered to if there's victims coming forward. That hundred percent should be investigated. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but he was busy throughout the weekend. The rest of the guests were also when they were at their tables. Yeah. they were busy. There was a whopper queue from Manu and um, Troy Baker. Know, Troy Baker. I was going to say um, the other fella, but I always get the two. I felt busy. really, really sorry though for Walter Koenig. Yeah. Because I did get, I got my Wrath of Khan DVD signed, and I had a lovely conversation with the man for a good twenty minutes. Yeah. He didn't have a massive queue. That's. I think most of those shows, especially because the 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 crowded were family again. Yeah. Most of these kids have no idea who the fuck he is. He's definitely one for my generation, our generation, only yeah. an older, yeah. uh, I think. But it's surprising to see somebody like one of the original Star Trek crew members. And Chekhov was a pretty, sig- you know. I'm kind of curious as well because Dublin Comic Con of Lou Ferrigno coming over. I'm curious to see what the 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 queue is going to be like for him. I Ferrigno will have a queue because for every kid, he's not going to be the hook. He's not going to be the hook, but you're going to have, you're going to have people that'll bring their kids up and say, "This was my hook." You know, you have your 
you're, you know. Yeah, but the kid's going to go, that's not Mark Ruffalo. Exactly. That's, that's not Ed Norton. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's not Eric <laughs> <Banner>. <laughs> true very true but I mean it's a case of, I think Ferrigno will have a, a definitely have a poll for people like, yeah. you're also going to have a lot no, of people I'm hoping like, he does now I'm not trying to speak ill of the chap or I'm not trying to put anybody off going to him I sorry he won't hear you anyway oh that's harsh man he's lovely though I've met him before oh no yeah. he, arm, he arm wrestled Williams by all intents and purposes we bumped into him. he was heading yeah. towards his table and we literally bumped into him and we didn't want to do that whole dicky thing of like oh can we get a quick photo it was like Dude, can you arm wrestle my mate really quickly and then we'll go over and we get a follow which and you can arm wrestle him again later. He goes, Yeah, sure. And he just got his arm up. Well, bam! I'm like, right, cool. <laughs> and then later on, we went over to the table and he was so fucking super cool and nice. Now, I've had one of my regulars was in saying he met him in England and he was in a bit of a bad humour. What happens? I'm, I'm reckoning, yeah, people kind of have to respect that. They're like, people are doing these shows. Like, sometimes they're flown in in the fucking morning. They've done four or five shows before that. They're going to yeah. be a bit ornery. But Irish people react. To that, like, if there's a bit of a bad vibe off you, that's it, you're getting fucking nothing from me, you prick. The fucking, you get a yeah. right back in spades. So, yeah. what I would say to a lot of people going to the shows, if you go to a guest and they look a bit grumpy, just be happy, just be a bit nicer to them, just ask them how they're getting on, break the ice a little bit, and they'll come out of their shell. They're just, they're like the rest of us, they're working people. This is really hard fucking work for a lot of them, especially keeping that level of positivity up. Yeah, it can time. be tough. And, like, I mean, I've seen guests to shows, multiple different shows, that they have a lot going on in their lives. Oh, yeah, man. And they come to these shows for some kind of, like, uh, uh, for a, you know, for a, search for a better term, fan service. Yeah. So they're there to meet people who they, who they, as far as they're concerned, they appreciate them and what they do. So fucking little, yeah. So you have somebody coming up to them and if you're going to come up to them and you're getting a weird vibe off them and you give them the stink, yeah, that's going to bounce back at you. Oh, yeah. You know? And then the next person that comes up is going to get your stink and their stink. Exactly. And it's going to fucking stinky up the whole fucking thing. Exactly. I mean, I've met guests in the many years that I've been at conventions and at first, they don't know how to take you. Yeah, yeah. And I remember actually, Troy Baker said to me last, last Saturday when we were at the show, on the Saturday, I'd had a good chat with him and I says, I don't have anyone with me to get, get signed, but I'm, I'm bringing everything tomorrow to get signed because I have to bring all my stock with me today. And he says, that's cool, man. So I brought in um, copy of Phantom Pain Metal Gear Solid 5 nice. in to get signed yeah. and um, who's went, he doing that what who's he doing that Ocelot oh and we <laughs> I, just to drop the name there yeah <laughs> and I was our tables we had a really good real estate oh uh, yeah man you were fucking we powerful. were right in front of where the guest tables were yeah. literally looking right at them so you were basically eye humping so the whole day they could, they could see us and we could, could see them could Man and actually operate under the constant gaze of Jill then could he I, I, um Boring fucking dagger eyes through him and gives a bit dagger of sex eyes. Yeah, yeah. Dagger sex. Well, he's he's a he's a barbarian type gladiator dude. It's, yeah, dagger eyes, dagger eyes are good for him. Crick, Crix is from Spartacus. He's a bit of um, <laughs> Crix is the, the undefeated goal. Um, yeah, he has his gravelly eyes every morning. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, Manu, Manu was fine um, with Jill, um, giving him the sex eyes. <laughs> but I, I went to I went to grab a shirt from my bag and I stood up and it was at a quiet moment. I only ever went over to the guests at a quiet moment. I didn't want to be because we were at the table, so I wasn't yeah. going to be queuing for ages. And I went over and it was a quiet moment with Troy and he was talking to Tina, who was his handler. Um, and they both kind of looked up at the same time I left the table. But apparently my demeanour at that point, I had this look on my face that looked like I was going to kick the shit out of somebody. I don't know. I don't usually have that look. But apparently I was kind of frowning or something. And they looked at me You're probably both, thinking of a really hard maths problem. Probably. Um, and I walked towards them and they kind of stopped. 
And then Troy was like, you look like you're about to kick the shit out of somebody. He's like, sorry, that's not the vibe I'm giving off. I want to get something signed. And he's like, that's oh, cool, dude. I'm just No, you're probably doing. You're probably looking at the things in your hand going, like, that's 20 quid. That's not... Yeah, 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 Have yeah. I got enough money? Oh, shit, did I bring enough stuff? I definitely have the money for it. Did I bring enough things well, to get signed? That's the problem, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're probably doing that conundrum in your head going, I have all this. Did I bring all the things that I wanted to get signed? I definitely have the money for the stuff I wanted to get signed. Shit, I had enough for four things. I brought three things. Bollocks. Will I get something? That kind of, yeah. Yeah. So you're going over with this big confused man. Confused, hanging. yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they were like, we thought you were coming over to punch us. And I was like, no, no, not at all. Because, you know, like all of the guests that I spoke to at the show were really, really nice. And really intimidated by you. And really intimidated by my math problem face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it took me a while to, like I said, this is the reason why we didn't record last week is that yeah. both of us were fucking knackered afterwards yeah, wrecked but I, I was coming off the back of like two weeks solid work yeah and uh, yeah it was a tough one and normally, normally Saturday's my day off so I get to chill out with the ladies but you were at the show yeah so I was like fuck well if if you are a Troy Baker fan um, and you do like his stuff I did get to record a special podcast with here we go the plug every fucking every fucking podcast after so uh, on the podcast feed on the Road Comics page, um, there is a Troy Baker special, a good hour long conversation, uh, in the pub over a couple of points. That was in the Rage, wasn't it? What was that in the Rage or not in the Rage? Sorry, the other one, the place you play video games and shit. No token. No, that was the that was the Sunday. Ah. Um, on the Saturday we went across to the Horse Show pub, which is right across from the RDS. Couple of points after, directly after the show. Most nice music. Yeah, it's it's, it's I'm. Anytime I've ever been to the RDS for anything, it's where we go because the food there is really good and the cool. beer is Point of Guinness is nice as well. Uh, so a few points of Guinness and we had a good chat. So that, that podcast, if you're a Troy Baker fan, uh, once you're finished listening to this stuff... Or um, if you're just a Wayne fan. Or if you're... Well, no. <laughs> Troy Baker fan, go over and, and uh, give it a listen because he's he's a cracking dude and he's really easy to talk to and he's yeah. he's always an interesting... He does the old music bits, doesn't he? He's a very good musician as well. He's got um two albums out. Yeah, I um, saw him at um, Arcade Con. Yeah, that's when we first met him everybody... Everybody's significant others, and actually a lot of couples actually now I mention it, were there just drooling over him. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure the cleaning staff had a horrible time cleaning oh, all manner of stains out of that fucking arena. Pulling girls off seats with spatulas left, right and centre. And there was one friend of mine, I'm not going to mention who she is because I think I've mentioned in the past, but she literally arrived just as he was singing and walked over. Man, seriously? Chops in this young one? Grabbed the chair from an empty table at the back, walked up the front in front of everyone, slapped it down and I sat down... This. I just yeah. folded the arms and just soaked it all up. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I <laughs> Didn't do remember give a that. Fuck. But yeah, no, Troy is a very good musician. His um first solo album, Troy it's just I think it's I can't remember um you just look at Troy Baker on Spotify there, but the second one Baker's is under doesn't. it's not called Baker's <laughs> uh, the second album is called Window to the Abbey, which is a completely separate thing altogether. But he does it with a What's a window to the Abbey? That's the name of the group that do it. It's not just Troy by himself. Oh, okay. Um anyway. What is a window to the Abbey though? That's a weird name. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm always curious when I hear names like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty deep and meaningful, but probably just like, I was in a house, or the recording studio had a window that faced an abbey, so we thought, oh, it's the window to the abbey. He was actually telling me about the recording studio. This is, this is on the, we went to Token on the Sunday night, and we had a few beers and a couple of games and stuff, and... Uh, did you win? I did, I, I didn't play any games. The, a couple of other people were playing some games, so I was just oh. having the chats and a few beers and I had at home. But, um, he was telling me that this recording, the studio that he recorded in, was this old house, just, was filled with instruments so it was a mental place Deadly. yeah it's some place in LA but uh, yeah anyway comics oh yeah shit that's yeah, another thing we do here so this week in comics da, 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 we have a load of shit coming in Justice League a lot of nonsense 
Um, but the new stuff we have, oh, there's Harley Quinn, I think, as well, and a few other DC comics. I think there might be some Marvel comics, maybe a Dark Horse one or two. Um, the odds, every now and again. They tend to release one or two. Yeah, there's a couple out every week. <laughs> you can check out every comic that's actually out on previewsworld.com. They actually give you a list of every single comic that's up. And if you're looking to make your poll list with us, it's a great way to actually see what comics are coming out. Sure. Because everything that we order from our supplier is in a book called Previews. And there's like a digital version of it. So if you haven't checked it out, it's a, it's a fucking great resource just to have a list of all the stuff that's there to tell you. Kind of keep you in the know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so what we have coming in this week is Arrow number one. That's the manga-inspired uh, new hero for uh, Marvel. So I haven't looked up much about it. It looks pretty awesome, but it, it's basically really heavy kind of Japanese influence. So well, it's not Japanese, sorry. It's, um, it's based in Shanghai. Shanghai, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's Asian comic influence. It's that style. Yeah. Looks but really good. Is it is it a particular kind of sub brand of Marvel or is it in the no, main no, six one six? Main six one six as far as I know, yeah. Because there was the what you call it, the um, the Agents of Atlas uh, have come back again with this new event that's happening. Sure. So I think they're kind of doing War of the Realms is now over. Yeah, it's just finished up. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the tie-ins are just finishing up. We're getting ready for the next event as always. Um, but yeah, after that, then there's uh, no one left to fight. The first issue of that. That's basically like if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z and that kind of like. I suppose over the top once again actually very Japanese yeah. um, or Asian uh, inspired animation it's like what happens when everyone's dead what happens when you beat everybody like what would happen to like say for example Goku when he's fought everybody and won everything has all the balls yeah what do you do shit has all them dragon balls all yeah. himself but like what, what do you do when you, you've beaten everybody yeah so that's what this comic is exploring then we have the Sea of Stars is that an image book uh, I think there's that Dark Horse that might be Dark Horse actually cool Cool. Um, or it could be image. I could be wrong on that one. Um, then Sea of Stars might be the one I'm confusing with. That's an image book. Yeah, that's the one about the the kid and his dad who's just recently been widowed and he basically loses his son in this mad Leviathan alien type deep space job. He looks pretty sweet. Uh, it's like a big spacey opera kind of... Yeah, it looks like the kid's kind of hallucinated and shit and he sees these little, kind of little gribbly aliens. Things like cool. That. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Um, then we have Tank Girl, uh, the, the reprints of the older comics again. Um, then we have Star Wars AOR Finn. It's the Finn issue. Everyone's you know, eagerly excited for Finn. Yeah, give us more Finn. <laughs> the, f- the fucker. If he doesn't do fucking something in his next fucking movie, oh, other man. than fucking swooning over Poe Dameron, swear to God. I mean, we're all swooning over Poe Dameron. Yeah, the last movie was a bit of a dick. Everyone was a fucking idiot in the last film. I know, but seriously, like fucking. I get he's the ace pilot and he's reckless. But he's not that wrecked. He's going to get everyone fucking murdered, like. Yeah. Like, oh. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards from giving out about another fucking Star Wars fucking little bollock. Uh, then the Walking Dead commemorative issue, because something kind of poignant happened recently. I'm not going to say what it was, but something really poignant. Um, then also we got some cool figures coming in. We have the uh, Game of Thrones Trogdor the, Bar- or Trogdor the Burninator figures coming Trogdor! in. Also known as Drogon. Burn it in the countryside. That's proof cottage, yes. Uh, I'd show dead that shouldn't I? <laughs> Most people don't know. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up strong bad emails Trogdor. Is it are we have we moved that far ahead in pop culture that strong bad is now something that is kind of out Oh Smith man. Because like people are don't Do you remember a guy called Zhang Zhu? Um I don't even think that's his real name Zhang Zhu, is not it's not a character from a He's an animator who did the stick fights. Do you remember stick fights? I remember stick fights. Yeah, he's back. Cool. Uh, but he did one called Combat Gods. Check it up on YouTube. Oh Holy my God. Mother of Flip. Literally, he's taking inspiration from every single major fight orientated anime like Naruto, Dragon Ball, all those kind of shows, and stuck it in this one six minute long fight between two dudes 
There's like Shadow Clone Jutsu in there as well. There's proper teleportation and some transmission shit. It's insane. Just it stick fights to another fucking level. Yeah, it's really good. You check that out. But um, why was it talking? Because that's that? that's what Strong Bad would have been the early days of internet animation. Newgrounds, yeah, full on Newgrounds stuff. But I mean, like it's just stronger. Apparently, Newgrounds uh, is still going. It is, but like it's it's a case of it's like everything now. Like it gets to a point where like. Oh, have you seen these guys? These guys are doing this. Wait, I think we talked about this previously when we talked about Geek and Sundry and uh, the Guild with um, Felicia Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where stuff is like, oh my God, look at this. Hmm. It's new. And then it like, people are, everyone watches it and then people kind of forget that it, it's there but they're still watching it. Back years later, yeah. And then it's like, oh, these are back. They never left. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that type of thing. Like, you, yeah, know? you just moved on but we still stay doing it. We priest. kept doing it, man. Yeah. You know, so. Validate me. Um, but, uh, you know, Trogdor is still pretty good. Oh, Anything is strong. Somebody's, somebody's cut that with Game of Thrones already. Yeah, cool. I saw. I saw the game. It was the, it was the Drogon bit where he's they're blowing up King's Landing. And yeah, you can hear the music in the yeah. background. Yeah. Drogon, the whole fucking thing gets exploded. Um, then yeah, we also have the uh, sexy David Bowie labyrinth dancing Jareth figure. What? Oh, he's dancing. Dancing. Oh, he's dancing. This is like the dancing Groot. No, it's just an action figure. He's just in his dancing clothes. Oh, so it's not like that. You just go, you remind me of the babe, and it just starts wriggling. It's no, crotch it just starts. No, it, it's just it's pulsating. A of it's just called the dancing one. Like it's, it's another Jared. Just another one. But he's dancing. But he's dancing. But he's not really dancing. He's not really dancing. Look at me, I'm dancing. Did you ever see me dancing? Really dancing. <laughs> um, also, we have more of we have more restocks of the. Uh, what you got? This a third time we get restocked on these the uh, Marvel Far From Home figures. What? Flying him and that Mysterio that figure Mysterio is figure is pretty uh, it's, and oh. they announced the um, the hot toys of the Spider-Man suit and the tactical Spider-Man suit kind of not going to lie but I kind of want that Spider-Man tactical suit and I'm going to rip his head off and use that for a, a custom but it's the hot toy yeah you're going to buy a hot toy and then I've butchered so many hot toys it's not even funny really yeah, yeah I I have a thing of just making my own custom figures I've customised Every one of the Destiny Titans, the one six scale three. Yeah, yeah. I got pulled the head off them. I've customized the armor, completely bodge jobbed a lot of them. Like one of the figures that I customized, I'm pretty sure Sharky will kill me when he hears I did this. But it was one of the original um, Ghost in the Shell uh, hot toys. Is it Ghost in the Shell hot toy? There were three of them. It was Barbathos. It was uh, oh, sorry, not Appleseed. Not Ghost in the Shell. The Appleseed. Appleseed one. Yeah, three original Appleseed figures of um, Barbados. What's his name? I'm oh, not Barbados. Is it Barbados? Briarios! That's it. Briarios. <laughs> I'm getting confused with Gundam there. Yeah. Uh, Briarios, uh, you're one. I can never remember Dune, names. The the main female character from Appleseed. Yeah, I think Dune it's Dune. with the kind of the, the, the blonde kind yeah, of spiky yeah, fringe yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure her and then I have a figure of the other guy, Ty, Tyron, Tyrell. Um, I'm not, I can't remember his name. But uh, yeah, I customised the shit out of those figures. No way. I robbed all the guns as well and they're all in Deadpool's gun rack. The gun's fine because literally it's just going boop, gun. Nah. But the actual figures. Oh yeah, um, I've destroyed a... <laughs> Sorry, horrible time when the figures are broken and wrecked. I destroyed an Indiana Jones. Oh. It wasn't a hot tub, it was a sideshow figure. But that was Mooney's fault. Oh, you, oh, I know why you destroyed it. You turned it into, you turned it into Irish from Half Past Danger. Yeah, I made it. I made it. Half yeah, past yeah, yeah. I, was very I, I remember that. that. I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. I spent ages trying to find a decent enough head, and the problem is because Mooney, you know, based it on his own fucking head. Yeah. Nobody does a fucking hot toy, Mooney. Like, I'm sure should. he'd love it. He's gorgeous. I'm sure he'd love that. Like literally, yeah, he'd love that. I was in the gaff after I, I, it was the Indiana Jones. It was um, I think it was a World War Two figure. Or some description as well because I wasn't happy with the pants in Indiana Jones. So I wanted, yeah, it was a World War Two German figure. I think it was just to get the, the pants right. Yeah. Um, 
and a Tommy gun from another figure. So it was like three or four figures I ruined to get the right parts for it. But I couldn't find the right head sculpt. And I was online for fucking weeks trying to find it. Christy has a whole lot of World War II figures. I was going through them all. Man, I literally tearing every, everything apart trying to find this one head sculpt. And then one day I was just sitting there looking at my own Hot Toys. And I had a, a squad of um, an SAS unit. So it was the five guys uh, and girls all with their tactical gear. Like I had the, the bomb guy. I had the close assault chick. I had the heavy weapons guy. I had the, the breacher chick. I had basically a, a custom team of these sure. characters that I made myself from all military figures and whatever. And they all had balaclavas on. So I was like, shit, I can't even remember what the heads like them look like underneath. Pulled the first one off. All right, that's just some big scary looking black guy. That's really not going to work for Irish. Looked at the next one. That's a lady. That's not going to work. Look at that guy. No way, holy shit. No fucking way. And it was literally... I think I still have the fucking figure there in the shelf. Yeah. In a second. <laughs> it's pretty much it's Mooney's head on a on an SAS figure I've seen it yeah yeah it's fucking Mooney's fucking head bang on it's pretty pretty solid yeah fucking blew me away I was like holy shit it's fucking Irish yeah so I customised the figure I'm especially fond, fond of a cigarette so this 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 figure that I'm holding right here is, is, an, is, a, is an amalgamation of three or four figures in, is it in is it Indy's coat it's Indy's coat yeah I had to wear Indy's coat that yeah. was the only one that worked and it's the satchel uh, I believe it's in the satchel, yes, yeah, the, um, and his holster as well. What about the legs? The the pants are from a German soldier. The legs and the, the body. No, the body's from a different figure again. That was another. I so think the, so the hot toy of Indy just it's just somewhere. No, where the sideshow. Yeah, the sideshow of Indy's just somewhere where his clothes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I think Jane nicked his head though. Right. So yeah, because probably used it for a Deckard <laughs> figure or something. Probably, like that. Yeah. 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 No, it's pretty solid. It's a good Irish. I, don't, I mean, there is no Irish action figure. Yes, you know. For half past danger three, you might get it, um, but yeah, that's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's the only so one that, of that's, kind. that's another hobby of mine is just customizing figures. So. Yeah, just leave them sit there. Cool, but, uh, but yeah, like so, do a lot of people buy hot toys though and fucking destroy them? No, yeah, like no, I mean, I have toys, one, hot toys go up in value. I have one hot them. toy, I have one hot toy, yeah, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a pretty good figure, it's fucking gorgeous. I have, I'd like to say about a dozen hot toys, I'd say, like I've, I've two Deadpool three Deadpools because I've got Deadpool 1 Deadpool 2 and then I've got the the smoke custom so basically it's an X-Force Deadpool sure Um, I have a couple of Soldier Story they're like the, the military hot toys that they do I have a couple of War Machines like I've got the War Machine Milk which is basically the comic version of the movie War Machine yeah then I have the Diecast War Machine Mark 2 which is just a big lump of metal it's freaking awesome Um, the, uh, yeah. the Frank Castle War Machine is coming out isn't it yeah. The game reverse. Yeah, I have that ordered as well. And the fucking bastards went and made the fucking one to one scale helmet. I saw that. It's that thing there. It's that there, but it's got the Punisher skull on it. Yeah. Just for reference, I'm pointing at the Iron Man helmet that I have sitting yeah, on the yeah. counter there. Very nice. Yeah, but that man, oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. That, but that, none of them. That tingles my belt. But none of them are the dancing Jarrah's crotch figure. No, none of them are dancing Jarrah. No, they don't touch. They don't touch. They've no crutches. <laughs> they do have crutches, just no articulation. Actually, I think Captain Harlock is probably my favourite one I have, though. The Harlock figure I've seen, like, he used to have him sitting on his throne upstairs in the case. Yeah, he's now sitting on his throne at home. At but home. What he's flanked by is six pirates. Nice. That I've customised. Yar. One of them is a Destiny. Is it the Destiny Titan or the Warlock? I don't know which which one of them is the lady or the the Hunter is the lady. Oh, it's the Hunter. It's the Hunter. Yeah, it's the Hunter's the one I have because you gave me that for my fortieth. It was the Destiny Hunter, um, and what he did was I took the head off of it and I had sure. to customise a whole new neck mold for it. Um, because the three A make their own unique figures each time. Like they don't use a standard body and then yeah, yeah. 
each sculpt is different. They're great figures. Oh, they're phenomenal. But I took the head off and I took actually one of my SWAT because I used him for one of the SWAT guys, so my SWAT unit is gone. Mm. So I took the head off one of my female SWAT troopers and I put it on her. But she has the hood up and kind of the red hair. Yeah, because it's got the the, 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 hunt, the the hunter comes with a really cool hood. It's like a the the, the furred hood. That's the one, yeah. So it's yeah. pretty cool, like you know. Yeah, and she has um, a giant shotgun. Yeah, the the weapons that came with that three A hunter figure, you've got massive sniper rifle, mm. shotgun, hand cannon, and a rocket launcher. And an array of ha- different hand sculpts, like a, a moxie lot of hands. Yeah, so you can hold them on. The um, 3A are great for that, man. Yeah, the detail, yeah. the figures are savage. Really, really good. Very, very poseable as well. Yeah. Like, I don't have many large-scale figures. I think I've that one, and I've got my, my Hot Toys Obi-Wan. And then the rest are all... Yeah. Oh, Hot Toys are, are nice, but they can be an addiction. Like, I suppose with any collection you're going to get into. And people said that to me when I bought when I bought Obi-Wan. I, I said that. It says, the only time I'll ever buy a Hot Toy is if they make an Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it was like the fucking gods, the toy gods heard me. Because three weeks later, they announced an Obi-Wan Kenobi Hot Toy. And it's the Alec Guinness Obi-Wan Kenobi Hot Toy. Nerd Radio, man. Yeah. It's like, last week, we were only, or last week, two weeks ago, we were talking about Slay Industries. Yeah. We were talking about how yeah. it's my favourite game. Yeah. And then, literally, couple of days Two later, days later. Yeah, they announced that Slay Industries is coming back. Yeah. Fucking we yes. were like, I remember that. Where I, sent you, I think I tagged you in a post. That they posted on Facebook. The actual company posted on Facebook. Games, yeah. And it was like second ed. Of their new rule book, we were like, "What the fuck?" Yep, actually, yeah. If you get a chance, folks, check it out up on it's on Nightfall Games on Facebook, or you can get it up on Kickstarter. It's going to be going live in September, but the new game is getting kickstarted. They've got a tabletop version that they've done called Cannibal Sector, mm. which is a miniatures game as well. Some pretty fucking sweet minis in that. But yeah, they're doing a full revamp of the rules. It's crazy. It's fucking awesome, man! What a time to be alive. <laughs> Can't wait. Is there anything else coming out? Uh, yeah, loads of shit, probably. Probably, yeah. Stuff. Gear. Yeah. Tag. No gear. No, we don't do gear. Used no, to do gear. No, we don't do gear anymore. No gear here, mister. Um, oh, yeah, we got a lot of new um, three and three quarter Marvel Universe figures traded in across the road. Uh, Anto and Jay have recently put out a bunch of new statues. I think we have, like, centerpiece in the front of the shop now. It's getting a lot of attention, but it's the um, Enter Bay quarter scale Dark Knight and Heat, Leather, Heat Ledger Joker. These figures are fucking unreal. They're basically quarter scale, a level above Hot Toys. Oh. Yeah, they are nuts. Like, seriously, these two figures are probably two of the best figures I've ever fucking seen in my life. The detail on them is phenomenal. And the sculpts are bang on, like. But they're, like I said, quarter scale, fully articulated, fully tailored clothing. Jesus. The whole nine yards. But the set of them is like a grand and a half. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, that is serious. But like online, they're going for even fucking more than that one. It's ridiculous money for those figures. But they are beautiful. But if you get a chance and you're swinging by Cable Street, pop in and have a look at them. They're fucking gorgeous. Oh, cool. as well that we actually got the NECA dioramas in. I saw that earlier on. It's like a fucking scene taken directly out of like 60s, 70s Marvel books. Yeah, or like, uh, like the Terminator Robocop uh, arcade games. Or the, the, the Robocop versus Terminator uh, Sega Genesis game. Yeah, where you're walking down the street. And you fucking the... loves that game. Yeah, that, it's literally, it's a street. It's, that, it's, it's the street. Three-tiered street. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I saw it. Now, I'm, like, I've nowhere to put that in my gaff. Yeah, yeah you need a big-ass shelf. Yeah. But it's solid plastic. Like, it's not paper. It's no, not it's wood. a beast of a thing. It's large, chunky plastic. It's, an, it's a playset for adults. Yeah, it's, it's on display. Awesome. I saw it over in the Cable Street store. It's on display over there. Yeah. Um, it's huge. Yeah, if you're listening to this, get it, get it, get into the Cable Street store in the next couple of days if you can help it. Just to some really fucking awesome shit like on display. The guys have gotten some awesome, awesome gear. 
Um, we were looking at trailers before we sat down. Oh, fuck Jumanji! Jumanji! So the, the trailer for Jumanji Next Level dropped. and I, I fucking love... I'd seen the trailer really? before I got here. Yeah. And I actually haven't seen the first one with The Rock in it and Karen Gillen. I haven't seen it. Fucking arse on that, man. Seriously, it is one of the best family-friendly action movies I've seen in a fucking long time. It's ju- It's funny. It's quite clever in places as well but it, it just it doesn't try and remake the original like it doesn't you know a lot of times when they remake movies they make a complete bollocks of it yeah it makes it it's fucking own thing. well it's not a remake though it's a continuation isn't it yeah it's a sequel that's what's even it's better a sequel. So it's in, in the original one it was a board game but this is actually a video game version of Jumanji no no it's the board game I thought it was a video game no it is a video game but it's the board game as well Right. Spoiler alert! In the beginning of it, like this is the opening of a couple of minutes, so kill me if you want. I don't give this a is in the first one that's been out years. No, and yeah, no, no, in in the yeah the the rock Jumanji. The rock Jumanji. Basically, the end. Or I don't remember how the first one ended, but in this one, the game. What did they I think? They threw it into the sea or something. They threw it into the ocean, and then at the end that of it, it, you see it wash up on a beach. And that's where this one starts. Oh, okay. A kid finds, or somebody finds the game. They bring it home, and he gives it to his kid. And his kid opens up and goes, "Fucking poor game." Throws it up on a shelf behind him. And gets back on his Mega Drive. Right, okay. Or his Nintendo or whatever it was. He was playing old school gaming. But then he's sleeping. And while, like, when he goes to sleep, he starts playing the Jumanji music. And the thing itself turns itself into a video game. Ah, I see. Because the game obviously wants to be played. Yeah. And it needs someone to play it. But people won't play it because it's not relevant anymore. So it makes itself relevant. That's cool. So fucking awesome. So this kid plays it. Story goes on. That's cool. Fucking awesome and the costume and set design in it is fucking tremendous just everything about it fucking love it brilliant movie well, the, 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 like Karen a, Gillan in it is fucking tremendous well the sequel is now coming this Christmas but what I love about the sequel is and like this is it's in the fucking trailer so I mean spoilers if you don't want to watch the trailer you're just going to go see the movie spoilers for the trailer <laughs> Danny DeVito Danny DeVito and Danny Glover are in the new film Sequel, yeah. and they're playing the and game. they get brought in <laughs> and Danny DeVito is the rock yeah. and Danny Glover is Kevin Hart see the kids get sucked into the game in the first movie and they take on those personas yeah. and it's really funny because the girl playing Karen Gillan's character she's a quiet reserved nerdy type of girl and she ends up getting put into this hyper sexualized version like a Tomb Raider Lara Croft yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like where are my clothes what the hell's going on and they make references to the fact that like that's the way people are portrayed in games. Like so, yeah. she's like, "What the fuck is going? This is off- this offers no protection at all. This is useless." <laughs> but then by the end of the movie, she becomes a badass in her own right. Like this, this fucking phenomenal sequence in the first one, where she has to basically flirt with a couple of guards to get in, but she's no experience with them because she's been like quite reserved, nerdy yeah. type. So she doesn't even know how to talk to people. So there's this other girl who's like, I suppose, the cheerleader, like I suppose the quote inverted commas slutty girl yeah, who's yeah. more experienced with people trying to coach her right telling her she needs to bite her lip and flick her hair and all that kind of stuff but she over exaggerates it so she's nearly putting a chunk out of her lip and flicking her hair all over the fucking place Jesus. it's fucking hilarious man it's a great movie but it, in the trailer that we saw of the new one it's like the the rock is Danny DeVito's avatar yeah yeah because one of the so kids ends the, up playing the rock so when he goes in yeah. Karen Gillan is the same girl again and she's yeah. like oh your man and he's like Huh? <laughs> it's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito the as the Rock, and the Rock has to basically emulate Danny DeVito, oh, which is something I'd pay but Kevin for. Kevin Hart is being Danny Glover. Danny Glover's. Oh man, that's fucking genius. Yeah. So it's like, yep. 
It's going to be so much fun, man. I reckon be, and the, even the action sequences in it look like a lot of fun. The action sequences in the first one are great. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's a bit of CGI in it, but it's done well. Like so, they do a lot. Well, of it, it, and CGI. it went through the roof. Like it made money through the roof. That's why it got a fucking sequel. Yeah. We went to see it three times in the cinema. Wow. Yeah. Now generally movies like that, I'd probably only go once, twice if I really like it. Yeah. But the girls, Emma and Anna, loved it as well. And we're like, fuck it. Jumanji again. Yeah, Jumanji. <laughs> just fucking great crack. Yeah, no, really I'll, I'll check it out when I get home. It's, I think it's online, so we can just grab it. Yeah. Um, oh, also, Witcher News? The Witcher? The Witcher. Oh, just, no frame of reference. I, so I'm a know. big Witcher nut. And I, 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 I'm a fan of the books. It, like, the books are they're very in-depth. It's a, it's a pre-built world in the books. Like It's yeah. there. It exists. Riviera. Um, well, no, there's a whole land, and it's oh, Geralt right. of Rivera. All oh, right. Uh, is the is the main character played by Henry Cavill? And I have to say, when they first they showed, like this is the problem with, like, this is a major problem with the internet, is that it's full of horrible people. That, but also we get to see every step of production, literally yeah. from inception to completion, and people offer opinions on fucking everything. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the days like Jay? This is where Jay would bunk in with fucking. All the horror magazines and all the behind-the-scenes yeah. sci-fi magazines that would—they'd give you like before a movie was coming out, they'd give you a, a pre-production. It might be an interview with two or three images yeah. of stuff in production. You'd be like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing!" I have a magazine no at home of, of I have a magazine at home from nineteen eighty-one or something. Yeah, of the pre-production of Return of the Jedi. Oh, sweet! And it's an official Star Wars magazine. Uh, it's at home, packed away in a box, but it has shots of Jabba's palace in it hmm. before. Like anyone knew what the fuck it was, and and I remember watching on TV when start when it was coming when Return of the Jedi was coming out at a very young age. I remember seeing the making of the making of, uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, yeah. early one Saturday morning. They just they threw it on and it was there, and stuff like that. Like yeah, I know it's a completely different time nowadays, and everything is up on the internet, and all the news has oh, to be. We have yeah. to know everything straight away, but I remember when the first screen test of. Of Henry Cavill as Geralt came out with the shitty wig that he had on. Yeah, yeah. And everyone tore it to fucking shreds. Completely. These are now highly produced images of him in full costume with the contact lenses in, the gear on. The only thing that's different, and, it, and I'm trying to remember back because it's a while since I've read the books. The, so Geralt is famous for the, the Witcher um, emblem that he wears around his neck, right? right. It's, a, it's a wolf head. Right. And it's got like it's a wolf head and it's just like ah and it's got big red glowy eyes. Oh, I've seen the symbol. Right? Yeah, You've yeah. seen the symbol. It's, it's like a big door knocker. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking hugely. Um, big fucking Witcher pimp chain. But the version that's in that's in this show now seems to be they've got a medallion that's got the Witcher wolf looking in a certain direction on the medallion, but it's flat. Okay. So I'm guessing through either necessity and I, I'm trying to pick my book because it's been a while since I read the books I'm thinking, whether in the books whether it was a, it was actually a wolf's head or they changed that for the game or was it actually a wolf's head in the book and I think it was and they emulated that in the game because it's easier to do that in the game but in the in the live action if you think about it there's a lot of action sequences and he's got this big fuck off choker around that's what I was going to say if you've got a big giant lump of metal and you pop yourself in the nose take your fucking teeth out exactly so I have a funny feeling out of necessity they redesigned it yeah. which is fine it's practical me. it makes a bit of sense yeah Makes perfect sense because you like if he was swinging his swords, his, his blades around, and also I think this is going to be very early on in, in Geralt's. It's a pre main storyline for Geralt. This is like the early days of the, of the Witchers for okay. him. Um, and there's other characters in the show, and I don't know whether it's Siri and Yennefer, I can't tell. But they said the three main characters, it looked like your one. Well, one is blonde, one is dark hair. Siri, Siri has got white hair like Geralt, and Yennefer's got dark hair, yeah. And that's that's who the characters are. I think they're who they are. Okay. But again, if it is Siri, I don't know because Siri is meant to have a massive scar. 
but it could be young Siri. Ah, yeah, before she, before gets, the she gets the scar. That's clever. Yeah. But also, Siri is a lot younger than Geralt. She's more like his daughter, adopted daughter. So it depends. Again, no context, yeah. but I have to say, it looks fucking fantastic. And um, The Witcher is a Polish fantasy series. Yeah, um, the guys are. Not going to try and pronounce the writer, the author's name, but the books are fully realized fantasy adventures. Cool. Um, the world is pre-built. You arrive in the world, and it's there. Um, so they give you kind of a backstory when they mention places and stuff like they that. They do, and they go back and forth, and like it's it's phenomenal stuff. It's very medieval times. It's like it's the, not like Conan where they give you like a fucking three or four paragraphs in the or three or four, I suppose chapters at the beginning explaining the history the history of no the no they don't go into the like I mean the that took a lot of getting through. Fucking it does hell. like they do explain they do explain the world that you're in yeah and they explain what a Witcher is. Uh, they explain that like, it, but it's very much Tudor times, but it's sword and sorcery as well. Cool. And there's beasts and creatures and all sorts and ghosts and goblins. So Shadowrun in the Tudor times. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's a phenomenal world and it's very rich in its ideas. Yeah. Um, but it's very crass as well at the same time. Like oh, Geralt okay. is riding everything. Okay. There's ditties out everywhere. Okay. Like you know, it's just. This is a HBO show, is it? Full on HBO. So Netflix getting it. I don't know how how they're gonna play it. I don't know whether they're going to go full on. shit on Cinemax. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> Netflix did a very... I, personally, I think they very did a very good uh, um, adaptation of Alter Carbon. It is different Alter parts. Alter Carbon was fucking deadly, man. I enjoyed it. But the, the books of Alter Carbon, they, they adapted them well enough. Yeah. And there was full on writing in that as well. Yeah. So is Netflix... Are, in Alter Carbon? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what, that there is writing. So there's no... They're not afraid oh. to shy away from that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to kind of tame it down. Yeah. For the sake of taming it down, so they'll garner a large audience. A Witcher TV show is going to garner an audience. You're going to get because it was really funny actually. <laughs> I'm only just remembering this now. I was playing Witcher Three, um, very recently, and I was playing it. In, I had a, I was playing it in the kitchen. I was doing a remote play on my laptop because Army was watching something in, in the sitting room, and I was playing it on, on, on my big laptop screen. And I was sitting there playing. She came into the kitchen. It just so happened to be a moment where there's a big riding scene in the game. Nice. And it, I knew it was coming because I played it. Yeah. And I, 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 I was just I was replaying this certain section of the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Purely for scientific purposes. Purely. Yeah. No, it was like there's a there's a Kira Metz is a is a sorceress or a witch in it, and she's an ally. Um, but she's fully on for it. She's like, Let, okay. let's go. You do this for me, and then you start flirting with her and all this type of stuff, and it's obviously going to lead down that path. Okay. But there's a bit where she makes this little picnic beside a river. And you go down, and the whole scene is just the two, the two, the two characters at it, just going for it, hell for leather. And Irene happened to walk. There's a bit where she, you chase her through the forest where she's derobing, and you find bits of her clothes along the way because you have witcher senses that you can just. So you're tracking down her clothes. You're to tracking get the her down. She runs off. She disappears and she vanishes off into the forest. And you need to go find it. I was gonna say like my my penchant for for playing games like that. I, I've normally no interest in that because I play games for pure escapism. So it's usually sure. kind of car chases and explosions and the usual kind of stuff. Right. So even with Mass Effect, with all the romantic sides of it, wasn't interested in pursuing it at all. But this isn't. This here's the thing. This isn't. It's Geralt. So it's not about romance. It's no, 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 no. I, you know what I mean? Romance. I mean romance, and then I mean fantasy romance. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here and I ride you, Mister Barbarian or Mrs. <laughs> Barbarian Lady, whatever. Because you know what the way it goes in. But anyway, the. Like, do you have to play those parts in the game or can you just skip past them? You can if you want. You can go the route where there's no flirting at all whatsoever. Deadly. Grant. Like you you're, not, you're not trying to. Right? Right? clothes and fucking but chasing her down I, to when a I first played it, and shit. When I first do you have to go and, re- and, and find the things for the picnic? Is that like a few fetch quests? No, no, she does that. You've got to get the blanket. No, no, you got to get the sandwiches. None of that. None there's of a mini game of you making no. sandwiches for the picnic. Fully enough, to get to that part of the game, to get to her wanting to do any of that shit, there's a quest that nearly fucking killed me. Um, you have to go to a cursed tower, mm-hmm. 
and there's a curse. There's a a, a a specter in the tower, but the tower's. Failed. Do you ride the specter? No. Okay. She tries to ride you. Okay. But Ghostbusters style. Ghostbusters style. All right. But Gross. the problem with it is, is that catching demons. Fuck off. Here's me. the thing. The problem with the tower is is that it's filled with plague. And what does the plague bring? Rats. Rats. Oh shit! Yeah, rats. You don't like giant rats. fucking rats. Were they trying to ride you, or do you get to ride the giant no, rats? No, you get to burn them. Oh, okay. It was quite cathartic for me okay. to play this particular. No, it terrified me. Yeah. I was in. I was so conflicted because you had to, to to progress the story. No matter what way oh, you were going to go. For the ride. This is just for the this story. This is just for the fucking story. Right. So you had to go and you had to go to this tower and f- fight your way to the top of the tower. Right. Where this specter was to find out why it was haunted. Why the whole area is haunted by this bitch. Right. But literally the entire the rats. Was she just, haunted because she didn't get the ride? Um, you're not far wrong from that one. But fucking called it. Basically, the rats keep respawning all the time. Constant rats. Constant Ooh. rats. Oh, you just hear the noise. And the scuffling. And the... I hate constant respawning enemies right? in games. Now they're not a threat to you. No, I get that, but it's that's a bugbear of mine. Sure, but they're, they're just they're meant to be the the whole the whole kind of thing about the terror is is that it's riddled with the plague. It's this this particular. Plague that a necromancer created. Okay. That has riddled this entire tower. It needs to get to the top. Um, so you do that for her. You find out what's going on. And you go back to Kira Metz. And she's like... she. The first time I played it, it was all like... I played it straight. I was like, here, mission's done. Fuck off. Yeah. Second, I was like, let's see what happens when I go this route. And went that route. And it was happening. So you get the ride if you go that route. Right. So Irene walked into the kitchen just as I was going through the forest, tracking your one down to get to the river. So you found the witch's knickers and then... Found the witch's knickers. Right. The witch's knickers, the wild hunt. Yeah. Um, you get the wild to, something. <laughs> right. You get to the river where your one is, and all of a sudden, bam, straight into a sex scene. Just as my wife walks in, she goes, you're watching porn. No, I'm playing computer games. She goes, are they porn computer games? Well, and me and Irene, she stood behind me, and she was like, oh my God. Because yeah. it's, it's full on in the game. Full it's penetration. F- full on, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, Jesus. Um... And it's like this is disgraceful to carry on. And with your daughter in the house and everything, that's shocking, man. Shocking. Um, but yeah, the the Witcher is famous for like just being a full on adult sword and sorcery RPG fantasy game. Yeah, it doesn't hold any punches. It doesn't hold your hand either. It's a tough game. Hold something else from the sounds of it. Hold something else. Um, and you do have to watch yourself afterwards. But can imagine cold shower. It has a huge. Dive into that stream. Straight Um. It is a huge, huge following. Yeah. And I think if Netflix are going to do it justice, I don't mind Henry Cavill as Geralt. Do you reckon they're going to do that scene in, in the Netflix thing where he's running around trying to find your own clothes? I reckon he'll be chasing after someone's knickers at some okay. point, yeah. Because the, well, the Witcher tree is far along in the story for sure. Okay. Um, there's still a lot of Geralt's history that they have to go through. And it looks like from the look of the, the pictures, it's very early on in his life. Because he looks very battle-scarred and shit as well. Like so He does, in but he gets... In the games, for sure. As the games go on, he gets more battle-scarred. Yeah. And he gets more of a beard. In the first game, he was clean-shaven. In the, actually, in the first game, it's very much what Henry Cavill looks like in the pictures. Because right. I tried playing the first game, man. I couldn't do it. You know the first game is not fucking it's, rough. Yeah, it's 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 um they've they've released an enhanced edition now on Steam, hmm. and it's actually gone for nothing on the Steam side. It's like two quid or something. Oh, like they put in the mechanics from three, like or something. I think they've they've buffed it up and it looks cleaner for sure, and it plays a bit better. But no, the, the no, Witcher the ga- gameplay mechanics were just irritating. They, yeah, they didn't the, make the sense. Witcher game. Yeah, definitely has improved with sequels. Cool. Two is very very good. Yeah, no, I heard that, but three is just three like an is unreal. Yeah, and it's huge. Hmm. Absolutely. I heard they released an expansion that was bigger than Skyrim or something stupid. They, no, like. they released an expansion that was bigger than the original game. <laughs> so I think it's is it the 
Blood and Wine expansion? Yeah, that's or, the one. I think that's the one, and yeah, it's, it's massive. But there's like all sorts of nasty creatures in it. The main storyline is you're going after the Wild Hunt, and there are a bunch of sorcerer knights that are like, yeah, and you're also trying to find Siri, which is like your adopted daughter. And it's so Siri, it, find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's, there's loads of shit. Like, there's one particular quest where you go to a baron and you're trying to figure out where. Well, like, he, he's just called the Bloody Baron. And he's. Yeah. He's called the Bloody Baron. And he's like. You right, need, straight away, that was a connection to Flash Gordon for me. Yeah. Where Prince Baron kicks the door and freeze, you bloody bastards. <laughs> That's a Bloody Baron right but there for you. He sends you off to find his estranged wife and daughter. Right. But you have to figure out why they're estranged. And it turns out he has. zombies. No. Um, he gave him the ride. The wife, obviously. Probably. Yes, he did. Because they had, she had a miscarriage of a baby. And there's a whole lore thing in this game about these type of creatures that are born from miscarried babies if they're not given a proper burial. Oh, like burial. Hollow ones and stuff like Yeah, given a proper burial. And you have to go down and you find that his miscarried daughter, I think it was his daughter, is there and she's now a demon. Right. And it's all this distorted looking, feces looking thing. And it's like, oh, they, fuck no right holds barred at all. And it's full on, parts of it are full on horror and very well done. And then other quests are. I poop my pants in a horror game. Like yeah, horror yeah, movie, yeah. So. But like, this is, this is the. I tried playing Amnesia once with me, mate. Actually, no, Chris. Yeah. Two of us tried to play Amnesia with the lights on, man. Two of us shot ourselves 20 minutes in, like, nope, fuck yeah. that. Um, but also, this quest in The Witcher, go, I left my goat by the river. Can you go get it for me? <laughs> like, there are those quests as well. Proper fetch quests. Yeah, and you might get the rain out of that as well. Of the goat? Maybe. Mm. It is a free and open world. Um, that's a pretty open world it's a very open world in the world of Geralt of Rivera I'm, I'm fairly open to all sorts of things but animals is where I kind of cross the line you don't you cross the line with animals I don't you? cross the line you don't cross the line okay well, that's no that, that crosses the line for me yeah I think yeah or climbs it depends if it's a goat yeah hmm. very much so <laughs> but no I'm looking forward to the Witcher TV series very much so cool 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 awesome right yeah. but I, I would recommend getting the games as well the games are good I have it I have the, the Witcher I'm just I'm still playing um what do you call it? Uh, I started playing Shadowrun again. I think my Jones and for uh, Slay Industries kind of sparked yeah, off yeah, an interest yeah. in the old cyberpunk and stuff. So I went back to Shadowrun, um, the Berlin expansion. Hmm. Great crack, a lot of fun. I picked up Pillars of uh, Pillars of Eternity, oh, Deadfire. Oh, holy shit! Man. Fuck me, Pillars of Eternity is a great game. Well, Deadfire is fucking even better. I played the first one. Yeah, I played the first one. Fucking Um Second one is 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 even better. Holy shit! You're pirates. Oh yes, you're pretty much. So your gaff is basically a pirate ship. So you know the character you play in the first one. Yeah. And towards the end, you end up becoming the lord of the. Yeah, yeah. The man defeat stuff, the yeah. god, and you become the the start of the game. Basically, it's the god that you worshipped or struck a deal with mm. comes back, kills everyone. Oh shit, was including you. Oh shit, was sends you to the afterlife. Then oh, this torment then. Yeah, and then this this version of death strikes the deal with you, going, yeah. that god shouldn't be doing that shit. I need you to go back and kill him. All right. So he's, death sends you back to. to the realm mm-hmm. um, and you wake up on your ship and all your dudes from the previous there's a couple of one or two dudes no one dude from the previous game is there and one or two are familiar faces and they're like yeah we thought you were dead fuck um, we took your body and we legged it um, and yeah. your your lands are gone your castle's gone the god has fucked off we're now following across the ocean to uh, dead the Deadfire Peninsula which is where all the pirates live yeah and you land up there, all of a sudden you get attacked and your ship gets shipwrecked. Oh, boss. And you now have to rebuild your ship so you can get on the open ocean to go after this oh, giant monolith of a god. And you start forming your crew. And you're going out in the ocean, sailing the ocean. That sounds fucking deadly. It is fucking fantastic. Hmm. Fantastic game. What did I on them? And, well, see, here's the thing. Somebody, it's a double-edged sword this time of year. Somebody works out to me, oh, Steam sails on. I piss, yeah. Yeah. 
So I was like, fuck, payday. It's always, they always know when I They're get crafty paid. Bastards. They're fuckers. So it was like, it was on payday. There was a bit of a hoo-ha about that as well, about what? the team's health. The whole, um, there was the, the whole Formula One thing they have at the moment. If your team wins, you win a game on your Steam list or your wish list. If your team wins? Yeah, the, the way it's, it's, it's a Formula One teams or themed event. So whichever uh, racing team you back, if that team wins... Whoever's on that team, there's like a, a percentage chance of you being the guy who wins in that. It's like fantasy football, but it's And then you win a game on your Steam list. Okay. So what people were doing was they were literally wiping out their Steam lists or their wish lists and just leaving one game. So if you won, that's the game you got. Because somebody, some little legend bastard got Cyberpunk. No way. Yeah, because that was on his wish list. So when that comes out, he gets it for free. So apparently there was a big fallout with a lot of the indie devs because you know a lot of people you know spark an interest in the game they can use that to get funding etc yada yeah, yeah, yada yeah. suddenly everybody stopped putting their games in the wish list and stopped being interested it was in all the big AAA titles hook them all off yeah so yeah. it kind of backlashed a bit on them I don't think I have any AAA titles on my Steam wish list I go to Steam for all my indie games like yeah. Pillar of, of Eternity Pillars of Eternity were indie games they're doing a Kickstarter backed. Obsidian put it together. The first one was kickstarted by like seventy-seven thousand people. Mm. It says it's so every time I fucking start the game. <laughs> um, That's annoying though. In all fairness, in that game, because every time you talk to somebody, oh, you can see what's going on here. Oh, he's another Kickstarter. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Is this isn't this character's not going to give me a quest? He's going to give me some shitty backstory about how fucking great he is for back in the Kickstarter. Fucking awesome. Next. <laughs> well, th- I haven't come across that in two yet. Right. Well, it, again, fucking everybody like. You walk into a bar, guaranteed, I'd say, out of the 20 people in the yeah, bar, yeah, yeah. two of them are fucking NPCs you're going to talk to. You kind of get, you learn though, which one's not to go near as you play the game. You kind of go, I'm not going to go bother to go here. Oh, not like, man, I'm a whore for that, man. Every game you I need have to, to talk open, to everyone. Yeah, I have to talk to everyone, open every chest, rummage through everyone's drawers, yeah. fucking get all the loot, like I'm a bollocks for it. Yeah, no, I, I mean bollocks. the same, I get the no, loot. How long it takes me to get to a fucking Fallout game? I can only imagine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. Which companion can carry the most shit? Congratulations. Scruffy McScruffles carry the shit. That's <laughs> But no, I highly recommend Pillars, Pillars, uh, Pillars of Eternity. Dose. Dose. Deadfire. Um, I'm on a mad RPG buzz at the moment because I'm also playing Divinity. Did you get Moonlight? Too. Moonlight. I did get Moonlight. I have it on the Switch. Holy shit. Have Moonlight on the Switch. It's fucking fantastic. Fucking great game. Yeah. yeah. And it's beautiful on the Switch as well because it's I so portable. Running your little shop mechanic and you're kind of doing your bits and you're selling all your loot and then middle of the night, right, let's go off, get more loot, kick the shit into some bad guys, bang. I'm, I'm, the only problem with it is I get, oh, we get too fucking greedy. But that's, that seems to be your problem though with the games that but you just need to have. You just need to loot everything. Well, you loot everything, you bring it back and you sell it. Yeah. In your little shop. Yeah. But I keep getting the loot and I'm like, right, I should go home now. Nah, I'll do a couple. It's literally more what they've just... done is they've gotten Zelda and they've got that prick that used to always buy the shit off in the shop, and they've just given him a backstory, and yeah. that's his backstory. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is because that's the life you're living. Again. I I did I, the first time I went into the little dungeons and did the did the killing and got my shit and brought it back and I was like, how much do I sell this stuff for? And that's another fucking great mechanic because yeah. you're trying to figure out what's the how much price to sell. But stuff it does from. give you a guide on like, well, the average is this. Yeah, you can try and irk a bit a few more. But then sometimes things are worth a little bit more. A little bit more. So you can like, yeah, yeah. but you can, you can either ride the market or you can dictate the market. If you go yeah. too heavy handed, they're like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's and it's a nice little mechanic in the game. Yeah, it's really good. I haven't delved too deep into it. I've started um, customizing some of the weapons and stuff as well. The, oh, really? the enhancements is great. Yeah. Because you basically each weapon has its own skill tree and progression. Yeah. So you can make better versions of your weapon. Yeah. 
and then there's your armor and stuff as well and they have progression trees as well like it's it's just a clever little fun game just to dick around and do a few like like ftl and one of those kind of yeah oh, i need a bit of time like a half an hour great, gives yeah. a bit i'll do yeah. a few running kind of and i mean like yeah Moonlighter, I ha- like i said i have it on the switch and uh it plays really well hmm. really really nice on the switch it's the, it is the perfect console for it yeah think, definitely personally. um feels like a nintendo game 100 percent. oh yeah well it, it apes Zelda, yeah, Zelda and Pokemon. That's pretty much what it's aping. Hmm. Um, but you have it on the PC, do you? Yeah, yeah I got it yeah. as part of the humble bundle. I got that and uh, Santa was sacrifice. Which oh I yeah, played yet. that looks like a great game too. Mm. See, this is the thing with indie games, man. Like, and it, it there, there was a and maybe we're still in it, but there was a golden age of indie games for a oh, long yeah, while. There. There's still an awful lot of, a lot really of stuff. solid indie games coming out. And like, they're, they're, the AAA games are still kind of good, but as a rule, now this always I, I get into kind of heated debates with my friends because they're always like oh like with you guys get the division 2 get the division 2 nope I'll buy the division 2 in about a year and a half yeah when, they when they've got all the them. fucking kinks out and all the DLCs lamped in and it cost me 15 quid yeah. as opposed to 50 quid for the game 30 quid for this expansion 30 quid for that expansion and they're all broken like the latest fucking patch apparently had ammo dropping out of animals I actually haven't seen I haven't played the division 2 in a while funnily enough because me and the lads have been playing Alien Nation Alien alienation. 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 Is that the four person kind of yeah, alien It's game? kind of like Helldivers, but it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A fucking deadly game. Yeah, it's a really good game. So a lot we of went, tactics in it though. Yeah, we went from the division two to go, Oh lads, we play this. Because it's free to play, isn't it? Well it was on PS Plus, so, right. uh, but I we, I've had it for donkeys and the lads have already played it, but I never played it. I'm like, yeah. let's do it. Now I haven't been on that in a while as well, but I've noticed myself kind of I yeah, I get the AAA titles. I have to say when I got the division two it definitely wasn't broken on launch. It was a great game on launch. And if they've patched it and there's shit happening now, that's fine. But they're a lot, They're releasing a lot of free DLC. Yeah. For well, it. No, I'm not going to... I'm just... Episo- I episodic that, DLC. I was, I was saying that as a reference to a sure. game. And then, obviously, citing other games with expansions but and stuff I, like that. I will say, my my love of indie games... Like, I got Hyper Life Drifter on the PC. Jeez, on that's amazing. I got it on... I kickstarted... I rarely back something on Kickstarter. It has to be really fucking good to get my money. And I saw the trailer for that and was like, yep, give that. Hey, uh, Volgar the Barbarian. No. Fucking awesome. Old school side-scrolling girls and ghost type. I like it already. Rock. Yeah. Rock hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the same with Hyperlight Drifter. Like, yeah. it, the puzzles and that, you're like, what the fuck am I meant to be doing? Yeah. Um, I got a game called The Way as well. I kick-started that ages ago. Yeah. Um, took forever to come out. Now, it was one of those games that did take a long, long time to come out. But when it did come out, I got the PC code, got the download, boom, straight in. Yeah. They then re-released it for the Switch, and I happily paid for it hmm. because it's one of those another worlds. Oh, I get you. Yeah, type yeah. games where you, but it's like it's so good. It's about this dude who's on Earth and his wife has died, and he was go to space, and it's all this. Reminded me of it's a mixture between another world and the Dig. Remember the Dig by yeah, Lucas, Lucas Arts? It's like that. That's that's what it is. Um, really, really fucking good. But those type of indie games, I happily support those over AAA titles yeah. because when they are released. They're generally released with all the bells and whistles ready yeah. to go. And Especially they look gorgeous. Speaking of indie stuff, indie comics. Yeah. Same thing again with a lot of the indie comics. When they get the trade eventually after the comics been out for a while, you usually get all the extra stuff in the back. And I do like that. Yeah. I like all those extra. Where they give you all the covers and they give you the... Some of them actually do fan art as well, I've noticed an awful lot. Yeah. yeah that, some... That's another kind of... Ticks a few boxes for me because I like... Like when you finish the trade, like you're like, oh, you're doing like, oh, what's this? Oh, there's more stuff in the Some back. Some nice stuff in the cool. back. I do like like the abs- the absolute editions are the big editions of the books, and they release them with all the extra art and the scripts and stuff. Oh, fuck they, yeah. they they that's like you paid the extra. I got the lock and key ones. Mm. They're really good. Like they've got a lot of gorgeous stuff in them because they're beautiful. Yeah, and I, need, cool. I need the Sean Murphy stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the Batman White Knight. Mm. Back of that, it's fucking deadly. Yeah. 
it's full of like you see the money is there the money that they're putting the money into the book it's, yeah. on, it's on the paper you can't really go wrong with it like you know true that true that um Fuck, I want to go home and play computer games now. Yeah, let's go play computer games. Yeah, yeah, cool. We were supposed to talk about the Dark Crystal, but it's awesome. Everybody knows it's going to be awesome. The Dark Crystal right. looks phenomenal. Yeah. Unreal voice cast. Oh, yeah. Unreal <laughs> voice cast. Taking all the boxes. Um, fucking... Are we talking too long, are we? Um, just over an hour. Talking shit. Yeah. If anyone's still listening, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, looking forward to the Dark Crystal because the cast in that will whopper. When is that dropping? Sometime this year, later this year. Not far off, because the, the, hype, the hype train is starting to build speed. Yeah, because I remember, I haven't looked at too much of the set background on the set. Like, we're already talking earlier about what's the behind-the-scenes stuff. Sure. I've seen one or two pictures, and it looks phenomenal, so that's it. I'm on fucking blinkers, and I don't want to see a damn thing. Well, I'm the same. I'm the same. It looks amazing. A lot of stuff to start, is going to start dropping from here on in. Like, so we have Stranger Things Series and 3 is next week, the 4th of July. Fucking boys next month. Fucking... The boys. Oh, fucking Deborah told myself and Dean like last week. He was like, oh, that's set on Thursday. And we, like idiots. Oh. Didn't bother checking. We're like, woo, yeah, next morning. Bip, bip. What do you mean next month? Fucking weapon. Yeah, it's July, end of July. Oh, I know, man. I think it's the, tw- I want to say it's the 26th. I could be wrong, but it's well, the end look, of July. We would only look if we finish watching Black Lagoon then. By the way, watch Black Lagoon if you haven't. This is the anime you were talking okay, about, isn't awesome. it? It's like old school anime. Oh, right up my alley, man. It's literally just fucking gunfights people swearing the whole time car fights fucking crazy shit or car chases car fights yeah, people throw cars at each other and um, there's oh man like it's it's basically it starts off the premise of it is it's their um a pirate basically company a company working out of this pirate town and they just do jobs but one of their jobs is they have to basically guard or they they've kidnapped a wage slave and they're looking after him the company doesn't want them anymore so the dude gets abandoned down in this place and he's like fuck it i'm gonna be a pirate so he joins the Lagoon Company. And it's essentially Cowboy Bebop without the space and without the jazz. I could always do it without the jazz. Yeah, I hate jazz. But it's just them doing jobs on both sides of the fence. Like they're working for the crowd this maybe two episode arc. Then they're working against them in the next arc. But there's still that loyalty because they're all on the same page. Like, so It's kind of like, have you ever seen Outlaw Star? Or Outlaw Star? Mm, no. Outlaw Star, um, I think it's called Outlaw Star anyway. People, I'm sure people will correct me if I'm wrong. Nobody's listening, you're going to But Outlaw Star was, Joss Whedon got lambasted because Outlaw Star came out and pretty much, it's pretty much Firefly. Oh, cool. But it came out before Firefly. It's a bunch of space-faring, piratey, mercenary type dudes. And this guy comes on board and he has a package and inside the package is a frozen person. Oh, right. Blah blah blah. Everything unfolds, and it's it's an anime. It's, it came out like I want to say late nineties. Cool, I'll check it out next. Time. Outlaw Star yeah. is what it's called. And well, it's there's like the first episode of Black Lagoon is them being chased by a hind gunship helicopter. Oh yeah, and they're in their gunboat, their, their signature vehicle, which is their gunboat, which is where they do all the missions and shit. But all they have is um, surface to water torpedoes, so they basically ramp their boat up the side of a derelict ship launch it through the air and fire the torpedoes mid-air and fire one through the windshield in glorious 80s manga-esque style where the torpedo breaks the windshield, connects with the guy's face and you see him going for a second before the whole thing blows up. Yeah. Ridiculous. There's a bunch of gun-running nuns in it. There's... Gun-running nuns. Gun-running nuns, yeah. There's um, Mm. there's a great... There's uh, there's a a thing, a play of words sitting in there somewhere. Gun-running guns. Um, gun running guns. Nun running guns. Way. Yeah, it still works. Um, but then the I think the second or third story. Call them nunners, but you know. They um they have to uh, transport this package, and the package turns out to be a little kid who's kidnapped from a mafia boss, 
And the kid the whole time is talking about how his mate is going to come get him and rescue him. And they're all laughing, going, kid, look, we're just going to bring you to this company or this place over here and don't be and get paid. We don't give a shit about your backstory. Then it cuts to the maid and it's her trying to find him going through the town and all the pirates. They was giving her a hard time. And the kid keeps talking about the maid. And as it goes on, he's like, yeah, she's not really a good maid, though. She can never really cook. She's crap at cleaning. I don't even know why she was a maid. And you're starting to go, oh, shit, she's not a maid. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she gets cornered in a bar by a bunch of lads. And she's asking to find the kid. And they're like, you better get out of here, you bitch, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, that's the way you want to go, gentlemen. And puts up her umbrella. Because like, she's dressed in a proper maid's outfit yeah. with an umbrella and her Mary Poppins type suitcase. Puts the umbrella down as if to protect herself from gunfire. And then fires the shotgun hidden in the umbrella. And then proceeds to, with the suitcase, El Mariachi, the shit out of everyone in the bar. And then when she gets cornered, but she has all the information she needs, she basically goes, well, gentlemen, this has been, you know what it is. I'm afraid I have to go. I bid you adieu. And she curtsies. But as she curtsies, she hikes up her skirt a little bit. And you hear it, clink. And all these grenades fall out of her fucking skirt. <laughs> and the whole bar blows the fuck up. If she walks away, oh, not looking I, at the explosions. But yeah, but like there's a bit later on where they call her the fucking Terminator. And then she jumps on the back of the car with a knife and starts <laughs> Terminator style. Like, it's, it's kind of full of references and stuff, but done well, like not over the top hammy into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Hammered into it. But oh, it's just... And the animation is great. The gunfights are awesome. The Foley work, like I like when a good gunfight has like that kind of boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Kind of heavy gunshots, not the... Pure 80s style anime. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, the good it. shit the good shit there you go so that's your recommendation yeah. Black Lagoon Black, Black Lagoon yeah. Black Lagoon I'm gonna go home and watch the shit out and then play more uh, Moonlighter yeah rub me loot and try not to be an absolute loot whore sell that shit yeah. make them monies yeah I just have to stop when I can't every time I do it like I have a full inventory nah 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 I can still collect more I can still I'm dead you gotta I'm let it go man. you gotta let it go <laughs> Junior and I have to keep remembering to put all the good stuff in the top on your belt so you yeah, can yeah. keep that shit with you I'm useless at it. I'll get any on that. You will? Yeah. You'll sell that stuff? Yes. <laughs> For virtual shop. <laughs> <laughs> life imitating art imitating life. <clears throat> That's probably why it's so much fun escapism. Well, so hang on a second. You escape your everyday life of running a store by playing a community game where you run a store. Yeah, but I get the murder shit though. I suppose you get that live out the... Yeah, okay, you can't do the that. Murder goblins and shit. It's retail therapy really. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say any of my customers are goblins. And on that note, <laughs> just call this podcast My Customers Are Not Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Or, well, if you did or you didn't, who gives a shit? Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, cool. If you didn't, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> come into the shop. Talk we shop respect me. our uh, listeners. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, oh, don't forget, regular customers always get 10% off back issues over in our Cable Street store and comics and stuff. And, uh, oh, yeah. Had a great discussion with a guy about Doctor Who. It's a fucking kid show. We'll discuss this more at the next episode. But yeah, come in. Fight me. Doctor Who's a kid show. Let's Maybe go. you will end up fucking fighting your customers. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Fight me. I haven't had enough sugar.